Jam, this has to be the best New York City Comic Con drop of all time. Especially because it's free for first-time signups over on Whatnot. If you use the link in the description, you can use a $10 credit on your first purchase, and there's never been a better time to do it because I reprinted Swamp Thing number one, Bjorn Beren's cover, Trade Dress and Virgin, and we are going to be doing all throughout New York City Comic Con drops of the sets, $40 suggested value, for $10. This is not what the books are worth, but if you use the code, you can use your $10 credit for your first time purchase and get this set for free. Like Tom said, a $40 exclusive set for free, plus shipping for first time signups, just $10 if you're already on the app. A beautiful exclusive reprinting Swamp Thing number one, the first appearance of Alec Holland. We'll see you at the show in New York. Let's talk about some hot comic books. We have 10 books to discuss this week like we do every seven days. Hit the like and subscribe. And Jem, I'm beginning to feel like members are forgetting about comic books. They're buying a lot, but some of these books are getting too low. And when they start to creep up on our list, it means some members are getting ahead of the curve. You know what else is creeping up on our list? Coming in at number 10, we've got Showcase 73, the first appearance of The Creeper. Creeping on a come up with a 4.5 record breaking sale last selling in 2014 for $39 up. 30 1% with an all new high of $51. Then performing exceptionally well, a 7.5 is up 27% when you compare it to its recent 12 month average with a recent $200 sale. And the 9.2 just sold for $425, an increase of 9%. We do not see this book hit the internet often, especially in high grade. And this is one of those books that wasn't affected by the comic boom. It's a character that nobody was speculating on, and the character shows up in the Tom King Maxi series Danger Street. James Gunn loves to take obscure characters and make them great. You know, you think about Guardians of the Galaxy over at Marvel or even at DC with characters like Peacemaker, Polka Dot Man, and the recently announced Mr. Terrific and Metamorpho. It makes sense that Creeper would be on the minds of speculators because it's a low buy-in, a tough book to acquire. The prices haven't hit a comic boom price, so there isn't this, like, concern of it tanking in the way that so many other books have in the recent past. I can easily see James Gunn utilizing this character, and I think the comic fam agrees. And moving on to number nine, if you watch Loki season two, episode one, then you already know why this book is on the list. Moon Knight number one, Bill Sienkiewicz. In the first episode of Loki season two, we see the podcast called Staying Awake, which is the same thing that Stephen Grant listens to in Moon Knight to control himself. Oh my God, totally put this book on the list. No, I'm just kidding. We have been seeing a trend though, not the first appearances that have been showing up, but the first solo series. We have a newsstand, CGC 9.2 selling for $89, 9% above average. The 9.4 regular edition is up 37% though, selling for $119. The 9.6 is up 19%, and the 9.8 is selling about average, a little bit higher, coming in at $360. This book hit heights of over $1,000, $1,300 during the comic boom. Recent sales under $400 has it prime for speculation now because it's a low buy-in on an awesome cover on a key book that has major significance. And we can't forget that they're killing off Moon Knight in comics at the end of the year. And we all know when you kill a character in comics, it's permanent. He's never coming back. We do have Vengeance of Moon Knight to kick off next year with a clear passing of the torch. Not to mention that season two of Moon Knight was never granted. It's still up in the air. But this Easter egg, I think, provides the level of hope that at least buyers needed. 
Which brings us to number eight on the list with Omega Man number three, the first appearance of Lobo. Haven't talked about this book in a while, and it's one of the hottest books in the world. This is the 16th week that the book has made the list, and we haven't talked about it for four months. And what's even crazier is all of these sales are prior to the Variety article that came out mentioning the Jason Momoa Lobo rumor. Now, this is just a fleeting sentence in the article talking about the hype around Jason Momoa portraying possibly Lobo in the DCU under James Gunn. But the sales came in prior to that article dropping. It literally happened while we were filming the video today. We have a 9.4 slung for $132. That's 18% over its recent 12-month average. The 9.6 going for $178, 19% over. And the 9.8 is slung for $397. That's 16% over its recent 12-month average. We haven't talked about this book in four months, but four months ago, this book at a 9.8 was trending at 334. The book is up. And so is the census count. Just because we haven't talked about it for four months doesn't mean you guys haven't been submitting them 409 more added since we spoke about this book including 117 9.8 i wouldn't be surprised if this was number one for next week number seven on the list is one of my all-time favorite spider-man covers web of spider-man number one this came out in 1985 and this right here is the third ongoing spider-man series the nine is hitting 50 bucks up two percent the nine four is hitting a hundred dollars up 54 percent and we even saw a nine six hit a hundred dollars it can't keep up and that's an increase of 25 percent and the nine eight is essentially selling what it has been all year just shy of 200 bucks we saw a 175 dollar sale and this right here Here's a book that people forget about, and I think is one of the all-time best symbiote covers. A beautiful Charles Vest cover. This is one of those symbiote books that you always see spike when the first appearances get a little bit too high. And we do have a lot of symbiote hype going on with the Spider-Man 2 video game coming out this month. $500 is what this book hit at a 9.8. Yes, it's a steep fall, but consider this. This isn't a major key. So when that book spiked to 500, it was not because of spec as much as the clear respect that so many collectors have for this book that they decided to put a lot of money down back then, worried that they may not have another chance. The book is down. You may want to consider grabbing one. Yeah, you can't go wrong with some Spider-Man goodness, just like number six on the list. Back on the list as well, Amazing Spider-Man 601, J. Scott Campbell goodness. A controversial cover that people love nonetheless. We have a 9.4 record-breaking sale, last selling in 2021 for 225, up 8%. And get this, the 9.6 record-breaking sale was 340. That's up 3%, now selling for $350. Then let's take a look at the CGC 9.8. It hit record highs of $730 during the comic boom. We have a new sale of 575, 26% above average, and not too far off of that all-time record high. J. Scott Campbell is doing a signing over at CGC. I suspect that some of these high-grade books are going to be cracked, possibly pressed, and submitted for that SIG. Join the Mystery Mail Call. We only got a couple days left for you, and October is a banger month. We have American Psycho number one. This is a photo Christian bail cover, guaranteed one per box. And I also teamed up with Sumerian, Bad Omens, number one, Concrete Jungle, a Dan Quintana cover, we have two versions going out at random, one per box. ComicTom101.com, join the community. Give Tom an excuse to ship you a package every month. There's something else that goes on on the 15th. That's right. This is huge. We just found out about this just yesterday. Marvel has teamed up with Whatnot officially and done something that I didn't think would ever be possible. They created a comic book that will exclusively be sold on Whatnot, and they're doing this 
for the basis of hooking up one lucky random member of our community to feature them, not just on the cover, but in story, officially bringing them into the Marvel Universe. This is the first time in Marvel Comics history that they're doing this, and we've seen the Todd not cover. You're going to be right there front and center next to Hulk, next to Iron Man, but they mentioned a Tyler Kirkham exclusive. Is he going to turn you into a battle damage variant? Like, for real, comic fam, I didn't even think about that being an opportunity till Gemmin just said that. It's giving me butterflies, yo. This is freaking insane. All you have to do is use the link in the description, join whatnot, go to the marketplace, and enter that's it. It's totally free. And you still get that $10 credit and you can get a Swamp Thing set for free. I digress because at the list of number five is Ghost Rider, number one. Another one, it's not his first appearance, is his first solo series. We have a CGC 3.5 selling for $264, 8% above average. Two 6.0s broke average too, the highest selling for $500 for an increase of 14%. The 7.5 is selling for right around average $595. And then the 8.5 up 28% selling for $1,048. We just saw him as Superman in The Flash. We're hearing rumors right now circulating that Nick Cage may portray Johnny Blaze again on the big screen. And I don't care what anyone says. Those are anytime movies for me. I love them. Both movies. Tom, I was with you right up until you said both movies. I'm a huge fan of the first one, not so much the second one. And it's crazy to think it's not even a Deadpool 3 rumor. We're talking Secret Wars. Could the Marvel rumors be true that they may source not just Fox characters, but any superhero movie that they can get their hand on? I want to see Nick Cage again on the screen as Ghost Rider. What do you think in the comment section below? What do you think about the original Ghost Rider movies? Because I love them. Moving on to number four, the first time this book has ever made the hot 10 list, we got Marvel superheroes, not Secret Wars, issue 18, the first appearance of the OG Guardians of the Galaxy and Yondu. Nah, dude, that can't be. It's got to be Marvel superheroes number 20, you know, that classic Doom cover. No, 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 Tom, you're thinking about the good cover. This is the one that came out two issues prior with that disgusting yellow trash can suit. <laughs> the trash can suit. The 2.5 is going for 125. It's up 24%. The 6.0 is up 4%, selling for 295. Who's buying this comic book? The 6.5 is up 10% selling for 340 and the 9.0 just sold for 11.25 for a 7% increase. And you may be thinking, this book is just down so much. Members are just grabbing the books in mass. Well, look at the 9.4 record-breaking sale. Last selling in 2022 for 3600, up 7% now selling for 3840. This is not the team that we're going to see in the long term, so it has to be because of the faith in the collectible. We did get this team teased during the post credit scene of Guardians Volume 2, but James Gunn never utilized them for the following movie. There is a current run in comics by Kelly and Lansing where Groot becomes this huge, enormous, Galactus type of Groot. Groot's gone full antagonist, giant, and his terraforming planets. They call it Groot Fall. And the Guardians have to stop him. Number three on the list brings us back to familiar territory with Wolverine issue number one from the first miniseries and New Mutants 98 surprisingly not on the list. But look at Wolverine 1, the CGC 7.5 selling for $109, 7% above average. Then we've got newsstands galore, the 8.5, 14% up, the 9.0 is 14% up, the 9.4 sold for $243, which is 2% above average. Back to the direct markets, the 9.4 is up 25%, the 9.6 is up 10%, and the CGC 9.8 selling for $699, 3% above average. 
Seeing this book hit the $700 marker is no surprise. It was hovering below $600 at certain points of this year. And the only new news we have about Wolverine, we know that we're going to see him in Deadpool 3. But the updates are that we're probably not going to see him again until Secret Wars at best. And this reintroduction of the X-Men universe in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is likely going to have it be a slow burn. We may not get Logan for quite some time. Do you think this is the time to buy this book? That's an interesting point. My gut is to say this is the worst time to buy it. But think about it. When they recast Wolverine, Hulk 180, Hulk 181, Wolverine 1 is going to go crazy. It's a tough one because I can't see this book getting that much lower than where it's at. So regardless, if members are buying it now and they may have to wait, it's not a bad book to hold. At the list at number two, we have Star Wars number one. What's this doing on our list? Ahsoka Tano ended. I'm not seeing a whole lot of pleased fans. What about you, Jem? Man, from what I saw, I thought most people dug Ahsoka, but I do think this may be the last time we're going to see this book on the Hot 10 because Skeleton Crew got delayed and Andor Season 2 won't debut until August of next year. So we're not going to hear much of Star Wars until then. I wasn't as pleased about Grand Admiral Thrawn. I wish there was more Rebels love. Let me know what you think in the comment section below because the comic fam be buying this book regardless. Yeah, the 7.0 sold for 225, 15% above average. The 8.0 up 9%. We have the reprint of a CGC 9.4 selling for $450, 69% above average. The regular 9.4 sold for 600, 8% up, and the 9.6 sold for $1,000, 5% above its 12-month average. Finally back to the four-figure mark, but down by over 50% from its all-time heights. And really, just like let this sit with you. A Star Wars number 1 graded at a 9.6 could be secured for under $1,000. It seems too low. Well, like the video, make sure you're subscribed. You know we're going to keep track of it as we move into the hottest comic book in the world. And you know it'd be Dazzler. We are currently at New York City Comic Con while you're watching this video. And I suspect that we're going to see more Dazzler on those walls than any other book. What do you think, Jem? I know we're going to see Dazzler number one. And we're going to see Uncanny X-Men 130, which is the first appearance of Dazzler. Now, what's funny is we talked about... Taylor Swift being at the football game with Ryan Reynolds, with Hugh Jackman, but that really hadn't affected those sales at the time. What we're seeing this week is the aftermath of more, is she going to be in Deadpool 3 or not? You have to know that this was all purposeful because Sean Levy, the director of Deadpool 3, was with them as well. And I'm looking at like a multi-paragraph list of sales, comic fam. We're not going to hit them all. Go check them out on Key Collector Comics, but... There's over 15 different grade points that have increased week over week. It's outstanding. Clearly, this is the hottest book in the world. Yeah, and that's why it's the hottest book. There are just so many sales. The 7.0 is up 62%. The 7.5 is up 49%. The 8.0 is up 58%. Both the 9.0 and the 9.2 had over three copies outperformed the 12-month average with an increase of the 9.0 at 32% and the 9.2 at 59%. The newsstand 9.2 got in on it. It's up 66%. The direct market 9.4 is up 44%. The 9.6 is up 33% with two copies breaking that average. The CGC 9.6 newsstand is also up. That's 32% higher. Four copies in a newsstand outsold that average. And then we got the CGC 9.8. Three copies outsold the average, the highest coming in at $2,100. That's 46% higher. Just in 9.8s alone on eBay, we're talking a breaking of $6,000 worth of investment all on Taylor Swift. Let me know what you think in the comment section below. These prices are crazy, and I got to hear your thoughts. And I'll see you at New York. 
Hunt for me. I'll be in the comic section. And as always, come say hi to me as well. Geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said.